Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, look at Chuck Peterson, a person who did nothing yesterday. <laughs> wow. He had like one hit, was very quiet, but not his hair. Look at that thumbnail. No, his, his hair is a, it was a presence yesterday. He, uh, he's an interesting cat to say the least. The most slappable face in all of Major League Baseball. Oh, are you going to talk to Mike Moustakis about that today? Fellow fantasy league player. He was in that league. I, you That's know crazy. what? I probably should. I also want to ask Mike Moustakis <laughs> if he knows what the Breitich barrier is, a.k.a. Jeff's fence. He did get <laughs> robbed by Jeff's fence, as it's known to about four people in the press box <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday. The famous Breitich barrier. A.k.a. Jeff's fence. Jeff's fence. That's it. I, I said yesterday, the barrier be barriering. <laughs> I do like that. Because a lot of home runs got robbed by that. I do like yesterday. that. Yesterday, that was kind of the theme of yesterday. You you got wrapped up in the loopiness of the of Jeff's fence, <laughs> renaming the Breitage Barrier, uh, <laughs> and you're like, we need a shirt. And I'm thinking we need to like rename everything really bad names. And you know we, what? I I love it. I told you to text Eric and <laughs> yeah. to request a shirt so he could just hate it. <laughs> Jeff's fence. Well, we we uh, kicked around some names. I was like, what could we recall the rocks pile? That is like a, just a dumb name. And Kevin Henry from Fanside had said sky bleachers, and I'm like, that actually sounds badass. Actually, like sky bleachers sound like really cool. I'm like, that's going to legitimately be used in the next 15 to 20 years in a stadium. Like, oh, you got a five dollar sky bleacher seats like. You're going to sell, you're going to move a lot of Sky Bleacher units. I am That's actually kind good. of obsessed with that. I know. I was Kevin trying to. Kevin Henry, marketing genius. He got it. Yeah. I want, I want to have worse names like Jeff's Fence for the Breitage Barrier. I don't want to improve <laughs> upon Rock Spot with Sky Bleachers, but no, we love all the names. We don't love the numbers that came out of last night. Susie, I, we'll, we'll break down the game. Oof. We'll look at the, the National League West, some of the, the interesting stories around the division, have a little bit of fun, but there were some nasty numbers and I wanted to know from you, what was the nastiest number? Was it 328, the time of game, longest oh. <laughs> of the season? Was it 11 walks by Rockies pitchers? Was it nine for the ninth consecutive loss to the Giants? Or 1979, the first time in Giants history that a player did something? What to you was, was the nastiest numbers that stood out? I mean, to me, in the moment, in that game, in the press box, <laughs> okay. it was the 328. <laughs> because we've gotten so used to, you know, games that are like around two hours, maybe two and a half hours, three and a half hours, pretty much. Like, And plus, like, the game was just brutal for the Rocky side of things. Yeah. So it just it felt like a five-hour game to me. So that was those were my least favorite numbers. But I love this game of numbers. I think also... That may have been like the quickest game the Giants have ever played at Coors Field. Let's, <laughs> Actually, just because yeah. the Giants come in and they dominate. So they yeah, are terrible it, guests. This was only they're so bad. Always overstaying their welcome. Awful, awful, awful people. This was only the fourth time this year that the game was over three hours, and for uh, the Rockies. For the Rockies, yes. thank you. Uh, the previous longest was three fourteen. So that's that's like a that's a, almost a full episode of I think you should leave. Of the difference, <laughs> right? 14 minutes different. Yet? I think I'm like two or three episodes I haven't in. watched any of it yet because I'll just like watch the whole thing in one sitting. It's good. Can't do that during a homestand. There's there's a couple of wrestlers that act in this wrestlers? season. Wrestlers? Will I know them? No. I don't know no, any you wrestler. Won't. I can't name a wrestler. You, you name like three. Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan's wife and his daughter, Brooke Hogan, because they had a show on VH1. I Are think. they in it? No, oh. but those would be the wrestlers like, you know. Brooke Hogan making a comeback? <laughs> See, that counts as a wrestler that you know. No, so uh, 
uh, fourth time over three hours. Last year, they had 23 games that lasted 328 or longer. So our longest game for the Rockies this year, that happened 23 times last year. That's, that's mad. That's, that's crazy. crazy, right? That is so crazy. It did feel very long. It did feel very long. It, yeah, we were sitting up there in the press box, just like oh, this. Have, how long have we been here? <laughs> it was it was a long. I had one. friends texting me saying like, "Oh, is this the longest Rockies game so far?" And I'm like, "It's gonna be, yeah." <laughs> no, I had family and friends texting me, "Are you okay? Where are you? <laughs> we haven't heard from you in a few hours." It was a very long game. Denelson Lamette it goes 83 pitches, three in uh, three innings, uh, and Lambert comes in. Gets uh, five outs, so he got four and two-thirds innings pitch from those guys. No one looked good last night. No one looked no good. No one looked good. And Matt Carey said he was even warming up in the ninth. And it kind of had me worried. Like, I don't know if you want to you blow both through through both of your long relievers. But that being said, if Carey said he only came in for he's you know, not a couple outs. He's not going to come in for, like, yeah. He's not going to come brief. in for 60 pitches. Yeah, no, no, Probably no. in the ninth. But, you know, who knows at course Field. Yeah, for sure. You got Siebel today, Chase Anderson tomorrow. Those guys have been consistent. They've been providing length. Definitely five innings every start for Chase Anderson. Siebel's going to be about four or more. So hopefully they can get through that. Bird was shaky uh, yeah. in general. Do you think Bird is like experiencing some fatigue since he has been pitching so much this season? That is what I'm worried about. What do they say? Um, you know, his his arms are just tired from from being here. What's the old hacky bit? I can't even get it out. Oh, he just flew in and bo- boy, are his arms tired? <laughs> he just flew in from that, Kansas City. Is that, boy, is, is his what? arms tired? Is that what Jake you were Bird. making a bird joke? That's what I was trying to get to. Got well, it. Well, that was kind of the question, you know, thrown out on, on Twitter, basically, is this idea of, you know, is is the... Do we have a pitching problem? Yes, the starting pitching has settled a little bit, and Denelson Lamette, maybe you say, is your, your sixth starter because you can work Noah Davis back into the rotation. Okay, fine. Uh, but the bullpen now, after it having you know been used so much to work through those those growing pains with the starting rotation, are all those additional innings starting to catch up with them? You know, Daniel mm-hmm. Bard looked shaky last night. Uh, Patrick Saunders asked him in the uh, Bud Black in the post game. You know, are you concerned after everything Bud Black uh, after everything Daniel Bard has been through? Mm-hmm. You know, are you worried a little bit about you know how wild and ineffective he's been? Bud Black said yes. Like he, mm-hmm. he is a little bit worried. So uh, you've got that issue going on. Suter's still been okay, but Bird, you know, a little bit shaky here and there. Pierce I'm, Johnson has definitely been shaky as of late. He's definitely been so much shakier than he was at the start of this season. I mean, uh, I feel like the Rockies have been lucky. Like we have seen so many injuries with this team. We lost a full rotation of starters in yeah. a period of three weeks. Right. And the fact that the Rockies have actually had, actually had a great May is very lucky the bullpen has been phenomenal, and now I think we're seeing I think we're seeing some some fatigue. Now that's a great point I think about luck to a degree, right? Because mm-hmm. we said you know, or, of the season, or it's fortunate. No, no, yeah, uh, right, right. Not not nitpicking the the, the mm-hmm. word usage, but you know we said at the beginning of the season, hey, the the bullpen is going to be the backbone. If you have some kind of backbone to hold up your torso. And your vertebrae. Uh, we're okay. going off the rails on this this metaphor here. Uh, Hold okay, on, I'm bring gonna, it back. I'm going to trust the back. process. I'm going to trust the process. And you don't have like if you don't have a strong core, then you're just going to fall over all over the place. But the Rockies did have some backbone, and it was the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Now it's been taxed. Now it's been fatigued. And now what have you got? Somebody else or another core needs to to step up, whether it's the starting pitchers or the offense. And we've seen it here and there, but. 
you, they don't have the, any one area to rely upon in the way that they did with that bullpen. So, you know, that that's going to be a little bit problematic going forward if they can't figure that. Hopefully they can kind of course correct a little bit, at least with this homestand. I mean, they don't get a day off mm-hmm. on Monday uh, or Thursday, obviously, with the they day game a, there. Um, uh, next week is kind of a crazy travel schedule. Ten-game road a, trip. It's a night game in Boston on the getaway day, mm-hmm. and then they have to go right to Atlanta. True. Like yeah. that's And that's not a short flight. Yeah, so they won't have a day off until not next Thursday, but the one after that. So they, they've got to figure out some things and, and figure it out quickly. Uh, Giants, uh, in the notes, I, I mean, it makes sense, but it is kind of mind-blowing. And I believe the 12 series that they've played since the start of 2021, right? Because mm-hmm. they would play three times in San Francisco, three times in Colorado the last two years. Yep. Giants swept six of 12 series. That's mind-boggling to just straight-up sweep half the times you just even get together. That's that, really wild. That actually, that, that hurts. Yeah. That, that, that number hurts a lot. It does. Patrick, that hurts more than the 328. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the 1979 was Patrick Bailey, a three-hit performance. He's done it three times in his first 15 MLB games, uh, and that hadn't been done in Giants history since 1979. So Buster Posey retires. Joey Bart eh, doesn't really come together for him, but Patrick Bailey, really good catcher out of NC State from a couple years ago. He's kind of picked up the reins there as their catcher. Uh, nine consecutive losses to the Giants. And then the 11 walks was the most that we've seen in a Rockies game mm-hmm. in any capacity since 2010, only the 20th time in Rockies history they've walked 11 or more guys. Buddy did not seem happy. No. Four I mean, of those were in the ninth. He hates walks. No, he does. Don't BB. Don't be B. Don't be B. The license plate. I gotta, I'm still looking out for that license plate in the neighborhood. Are we going to get, we need to talk with a lawyer just in case, because we're talking about a license plate too much here. I At the Susie it. Hunter on all social media. Oh my gosh, Patrick. Um, only the fourth occurrence since the year 2000 that they've uh, walked 11 or more. 12 is the franchise record that have happened eight different times, all between 93 and 99. So kind of around the time they implemented the humidor, Mm-hmm. Command, control, improved, and we haven't seen uh, that much. So, yeah. Uh, Look at you finding those stats. I, I, I like interesting things like that. Of the of the twenty times that they've walked eleven or more, they're two and eighteen. So they actually have won two of those games where they just absolutely walked the ballpark. The last time was in nineteen ninety nine. They won twelve to eleven over Milwaukee, and it featured three home runs from Vinny Castilla and a save on the Rockies, by current Mariners GM, Jerry DePoto. No way. So huh. you can walk 12 guys. You just need three home runs from an all-time legendary Rockies player. <laughs> That's all you got to do. That's all you need. Well, we didn't get that last night, did we? No. No, we didn't. Nine consecutive- no home runs. So many extra base hits. A lot of extra base hits. A lot of doubles. I, the only home run I really wanted, I was like, oh, if Jerks of Profar hits a home run... He would have hit for the cycle. That's right. He was, uh, I think that's the first time he's ever been just a homer shy of a cycle. no one's ever just a homer shy. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> the triple is the hard one. Mm-hmm. You're right. He did go four for five with a double, triple, two RBI. Uh, you'll like this. The last time he logged four more hits was with the Padres last year in August against the Colorado Rockies. Really? So. Oh, my gosh. This Jerickson Profar cat. That's Jerickson Profar. He's for an you. interesting dude. We're interesting folks here on the corner of <laughs> Colfax in York. Is the bar open right now officially? The bar is open wow. right now. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. 116 on NBA op- final day. Yeah. It's opening um, at one o'clock for, for game days, for Nuggets game days. And if you've never been here, 
and you're not a diehard, make sure you get yourself signed up. You get 15% off all your food and drink all day long, even uh, at our takeovers uh, and even at our watch parties that we have here at the bar. But if you've never been here, just look for the fence. We have a fence and a tent set up outside oh, yeah, to corral like all the people. Thing. Yeah, that's it. Well, because also there's like stanchions outside too, because um, when it gets closer to game time, like there's actually like a line out the door. Yeah. So no, get here early. It's good. Come and really come often. And it's nice, nice too, because like, yeah, it's baby ball and it gets jumping. And so you can be, you're not packed in like a sardine, but you're like, oh man, this is an intense environment. Like if you're actually at the game, that's why people love coming down here mm -hmm. to the corner of Colfax, New York. But with the fenced off area, you can go outside, get some fresh air. Uh, you know, in between quarters yeah. at halftime. Some fr it's pretty fresh nice. air or, or not so fresh air. That's it. Depending. <laughs> Depending. <laughs> Depending on what kind of air you're looking for. Absolutely. We'll have plenty of fresh air on Saturday <laughs> because June 10th, we've got ourselves a takeover. Oh my gosh. It's so soon. I'm so excited about it. Rockies Padres. Even less. We told you about it yesterday on the show. Even less tickets than yesterday. They're selling like the thing that sells really well in our country. And that is hotcakes. Hotcakes. It's well known that hotcakes sell. Why well, we should get in the hotcake business? Should we? Alyssa, is there? Do we know uh, if we've made any inroads on a hotcakes podcast for the network? Uh, no, but <laughs> we, we can do that. We can, we're, we're, yeah. All right, Alyssa's such a good sport. It sounds like we're we are <laughs> yes. kind of working on that. But in the meantime, until we're selling hotcakes, we're selling tickets, uh, free break brews on the bus going from the bar to the ballpark, free shirt as well. Get your tickets for that, and uh, you're going to be safe on the bus. But you know what? Not everybody is when they ride the bus, when they take public transportation, when they're doing the ride share, when they're in their car, okay. when you're at work. Oh, where are you Because you could get this, injured. Patrick? You could get injured, but okay. fear not. Well, Alyssa knows where this is going. She's so confident. She put she put the little flag up there. She knows. Say the name. That we're talking about none other than Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. ColoradoLaw.net. They've been helping Colorado families for 25 years now, and they've been doing it with a lot of success. Here's the th best part about them. They're going to work for you for free. They're going to consult with you for free. They're going to work on your case absolutely for free. They don't see a dime until you do. And you know how many dimes they've seen? Billions of dimes. In fact, Bill well, maybe not exactly. Dollars. 100 million dimes they've seen. More than a billion dollars. AKA a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, I want to be exact with the dime, you know, <laughs> metaphor. But yeah, a billion dollars. That's what they've won their clients, the folks over at Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. 30 different lawyers, 100 folks on staff. They're going to hook you up. Pop in one of their neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, or Fort Collins. Or you can give them a call. All Alexi Amaristas, all Troy Tulowitzkis, or maybe if you're in Albuquerque, all... Uh, Aaron Shunks. It's two, 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 <laughs> two, two. Shunky monkey. That's it. Just think of the of a baseball player and the number two. We could say all Nolan Joneses because he's 22. We 22. may have to. Two, 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 two. Backus and Shanker. Backus and Shanker. A song about 22? I'm feeling 22. Take, do you not know that song? Rebecca Black. I don't know about you, oh. but I'm feeling 22. Yeah, that's got to be the gal from Philadelphia, Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh, Volo Sport. Volo Sport is, is the largest growing <laughs> social sports company in the U.S. They are doing it in all kinds of neighborhoods in and around Denver, and they're doing it in all kinds of sports, from kickball, soccer, volleyball, cornhole, bocce, basketball, 
Pickleball. I've still yet to play any pickleball. They have a pickleball league? Yeah. Wait, that's so cool. But you know what? Here's the thing, Susie. You're busy, obviously, during the season. You're busy yeah. during the off-season, too. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing is they've got, like, these uh, free drop-ins for Volo users. And they even have, like, little punch cards where, basically, you know what? You can just drop into some different things. It's like in college when you would audit a class just to kind of get a feel for it. Yeah. You can't fully commit. But you can drop in. Oh, I can't commit to anything but the bit. So that's huge for me. So Volo Sport. Great for people with commitment issues. Volo Sport. <laughs> Volo Sport. For people with commitment issues. <laughs> Check them out. They are all over Rhino, Uptown, the Highlands, Sloan's Lake, Cherry Creek, Denver. Check it out. VoloSport.com. You okay over there? <laughs> no, no, it was not a burp. I didn't burp. <laughs> I didn't burp. <laughs> Ryan McMahon burped and went two for five. <laughs> That was, you know what? Not all the segues are going to be good. They're not all winners, folks. He burped out a two for five game. Ah, nope. No, missed it on that no, one. No, that ain't it. Try to get, start over. <laughs> Three, two, one. You know what? I can be gassy at times. You know who wasn't gassy yesterday? Ryan McMahon? No? We're, we're just going to have to move it's on. It's getting worse. Two doubles. He's now 21 for 48 uh, over his last 12 games. Eight of those games multi-hit performances right now he's locked into the spot where depending on where you're betting take the over on hits total i have to stop you because mitch is walking around wearing a nuggets iverson jersey wow yes that's pretty good i love it that looks that's I don't impressive have a, i don't have a nuggets jersey but when i do get a nuggets jersey it's an iverson jersey you have nuggets jewelry i do yeah i'm wearing a nuggets <laughs> bracelet that's it here it is Zoom in on that. Oh, wait. We, <laughs> we don't have that kind of technology. Do we have a drone? Can we get one of our drone Scre shots to come in? Screenshot it and then zoom in on your own time, people. But yeah, I have a little Nuggets bracelet because I'm supportive of my my team. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Jerkson Profart does not have a Nuggets jersey, but he does have, because we haven't talked about this, he has a custom Colorado basketball jersey. Yeah, he does. So the Padres Where last year... This? Uh, it might be a company from the San Diego San Diego okay. area. So if you remember last year, Padres were running around with like all really top quality bootleg gear. I do from shorts remember. To basketball jerseys. And I think that company sent Jerks and Profar just one, like not enough for the whole team. Mm -hmm. So he just has his own 29 Profar Rockies basketball jersey that's black <laughs> with like a little hint of purple and gray. It's, it's really looks cool. really great. It's really cool. It's really nice. I haven't seen it uh, since last homestand. Yeah. We'll have to see if, if Nolan Jones can get one in his number 22 because he's playing really well. Now, his seven-game hit streak did get snapped last night where he's 0 for 4. Um, he's still reached base safely in eight of his nine starts since making his uh, debut or his second debut. His official debut, like he got into the game debut yeah. on May 26th. Mm -hmm. So that was nice to see. Did get an RBI last night. So We love an RBI. That was pretty good. I do yeah. like that. We love our all-stars. There's been, uh, we talked last week, Mike Petriello said Kyle Freeland will probably end up being the all-star. Um, maybe not necessarily because he's been the best. It's been Elias Diaz. That's what Jim Bowden thinks. He said hmm. Elias Diaz is going to be the all-star, not JT Ramuto. Ramuto will end up probably getting snubbed. So it could be a numbers game. I think it may end up being a numbers game. That's why I now think right now on June 7th, Brent Suter is going to be the Rockies all-star you know what that's actually not a bad prediction i think diaz just could get squeezed out from catcher freeland it doesn't have as there's more wiggle room on the pitching side mm -hmm. but i still could see like well you know what if we got to include one rockies pitcher um I, I, let's lean towards Suter. really good guy so is freeland mm -hmm. but i could see there maybe being more support for giving uh that spot to a reliever 
than a, a starter. Because again, if there are starters out there that are in the Cy Young mix, more so than Kyle Freeland, it might be more egregious to snub that starting pitcher than a really good you know, closer. That yeah. happens all the time. Oh, you know what? Solid closers get, I mean, Daniel Bard last year mm -hmm. probably should have made the all-star team, but you're like, eh, you're only going to carry four relievers, five relievers. So there's going to be a lot of really good bullpen arms that get snubbed. So, you know what? We'll give it to Suter. Some other guy will get snubbed. So Suter's the guy that I got right now on June 7th. That is, Rockies okay. I have not been thinking about it like this. This is, this is kind of changing my perspective. Um, my perspective. Yeah. Brent Suter. Brent Suter would be such a fun addition to the All-Star. Has he been an All-Star before? Never. He Never. is. He's like such a so funny quality. guy. Like he's hilarious. Oh, I hadn't even thought about the whole aspect of him. The whole like, aspect of him just like getting mic'd up, being a personality, like just on like the red being carpet. in the scene. Yeah, being on the red carpet. He very well may wear the Lloyd Christmas Dumb and Dumber suit. Like the full-on <laughs> peach suit with the ruffles, the top hat, the cane. He would do it. He will do it, in fact. He will. All right, we will find out how the West was won. Rather, Ooh. no, why the why? West was why won. Why was the West won? The NL West. Now, the Giants, I don't know if you heard this story. This was interesting. Uh, it was uh, Jason Hayward, his brother, is okay. in the Giants' system. Younger brother, not older, okay. younger brother, 27 years old, and he made his debut in the Arizona Complex League as a manager. Huh. As a manager, topped out at Sacramento, you know, had some, okay. you know, contributed really well in AA, but he is now a, a manager with uh, the Giants at 27 years old from the Arizona Complex League team. Hmm. And I thought that was pretty interesting according to uh, Jason Quote. He's always been about preparing, about helping others, competing, getting everybody, pushing towards one goal. And I feel like the Giants, especially in the last few years, Gabe Kapler could be thanked for that. They've really been innovative, so I'm not too surprised. So, Jacob Hayward. Jacob Hayward. Rising star amongst oh. managers. Yeah. That's it. Go, we, go take Gabe Kapler's job. There you go. I don't No word on how many hand tattoos Jacob Hayward has. <laughs> Gabriel! In sad news, Roger Craig did pass away. Yeah. Uh, Giants uh, legendary manager. Uh, he was 80, 93 years old. He actually started the last game for the Brooklyn Dodgers in Brooklyn and the first game for the New York Mets when National League Baseball came back to New York. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Legendary guy. Um, he was one of nine Brooklyn Dodgers who are still alive. Now, there's, there's only eight, Sandy Koufax being the most notable oh my gosh. Uh, of the former Brooklyn Dodgers there from back in 1957. Uh, won a World Series in 55, 59. One one with the Cardinals as a player and as well as a pitching coach in 1984 with the Detroit Tigers. And he was actually Bud Black's manager when he was with uh, San Francisco there yeah. for, for a little bit of time. And actually before the game on Tuesday, Buddy uh, talked about, you know, his manager in San Francisco, the great Roger Craig. Pitched against his pitching staff when he was with the Tigers uh, under Sparks. So you know, I've known you know, Roger a long time. And he and I had a great relationship my, my two years there. His, his last two, my first, I stayed in best of uh, But it, him being a pitcher, me being a pitcher, uh, 
Andrew's immediate bond. Uh, I learned a lot from him. Learned a lot from him. Uh, not only on the pitching side, but on the leadership side. Uh, I look back and, and some of the things that he did uh, as a manager. You know, I've tried to implement or embody what I do. We learn from everybody, right? I think that you know, in any any in any profession, any craft. You learn from those who came before you, or you learn from those who taught you. And, and Roger was one of those guys for me. This is somebody you uh, went back to when you started managing. Um, you got in touch with. You know, he he would pop into he'd pop into San Diego. You see, he was at times living in San Diego in the off season and year round. He spent a lot of time. But he would come in uh, and we'd talk. He would send me Texas as well, because uh, he, like all baseball men, he would watch games and he would make commentary. So uh, in my, my early years in San Diego, he was a frequent visitor and also a frequent texter, which was great. Speaking of San Diego, we could have had a reunion this weekend, in a, of sorts. Dahl with the Padres, Dahl. Jose Iglesias in Tapia could have. All right, your your expression is is on the money here. Yeah. Uh, David Dahl did get DFA'd on he Tuesday. Did, yeah. So okay, that's not gonna happen. Jose Iglesias still in AAA El Paso, doing his thing. So maybe we could see him. And Tapia is still on the roster for the Padres, but we're. We're talking Domingo Tapia. Different Tapia. Different Tapia. Although the real (laughs) Tapia was designated for assignment by Boston, which actually means we have three former Rockies in DFA limbo right now. Tapia, Dahl, and Chris Owings of the Pirates. Why not bring them back, you know? All three. Why the hell not? Like, what else are we doing? The 2020 reunion tour. That would be... uh... That would be something. That would be something indeed. I was was sad to hear about David Dahl. He gave... His heart and soul and his literal spleen to this organization. (laughs) He deserves some respect. He was really good in spring. Uh, I I think he's kind of figured out a couple of things. So uh, he'll, this won't be the last time that we we see him in the majors. He'll latch on. He might even stick around with the Padres as well because Padres are are just one of those teams right now, kind of similar to the Dodgers, where, you know what, you'd rather hang around in AAA and get regular playing time, have some fun, wait to get called up, maybe win a World Series that's a decent option than regular playing time for a team that's just bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan Salas, not bad. 17-year-old phenom. He actually was 16 uh, earlier last week yeah. when he went two for three in his Northwest League debut. So young. He homered last night in Fresno. His first home run, first professional home run yeah. uh, was actually in Fresno. So it'll be interesting to see if he will debut at or before 19 years old like the great Hall of Fame catcher. Pudge Rodriguez, who debuted at 19 as a catcher. That's almost impossible, but this Ethan Salas uh, he, kid, man, he, he, he's he, special. He could be the one that, that does it. He absolutely could be. Yeah. He, uh, he could be a trade chip, too. I, I don't think the Padres would, would trade a generational player like that, uh, mm-hmm. but he's a guy that if they really are, are going to push for the World Series, they could use him. And, and I'm wondering if, if the Padres are perhaps uh, America's team now? Since no. You can get their games on MLB.com. You can get their games on Fubo. Actually, yeah, you can watch their games anywhere because their uh, whole TV deal went to 
Went to crap. Went to crap. Yeah. yeah. So there's all kinds That's of weird thing. packages where you could get, you know, their entire season. It's a decent deal. MLB has taken over uh, those games. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, they're, they're not America's team, but America could certainly watch them uh, more than anyone else. And you can watch all your favorite events live and in person with game time tickets. Ooh! Because, look, uh, when you use code DNVR, you're not only going to get $20 off your first purchase, but you're probably going to get your tickets anywhere up to about 60% off face value. And that's because game time allows you to buy your tickets closer to the start of the event than just about any other app. It's fantastic. I've used it for... About a decade now. My first show at Red Rocks. I mean, I got in for 15 bucks because, you know what? The weather turned a little bit bad. It was kind of rainy. And just their ticket brokers said, yeah, you know what? I guess as many people that we thought wanted to go to the show didn't. So let's just lower it. We'd rather have 15 bucks in our pocket than nothing. And so you can take advantage of that kind of uh, pricing that, that goes on with game time tickets. And especially when you use code DNVR because you're going to get 20 bucks off that first purchase. And you're going to get 15% off all non-presale items when you use promo code DNVR at foco.com. I took the FOCO hat so I could wear it Memorial Day weekend. And it's still in my car. Like, I wore it all weekend. It was a smashing success, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Actually, so I have it sitting. It's like sitting on top of my passenger seat, like the headrest. Like, the headrest is almost wearing it. Like, just because I put it there for safekeeping so it didn't, like, fall or get crushed or anything. And when I was pulling it to the Rockies parking lot yesterday... Um, uh, the guys at security were like, oh my gosh, what is this hat? They wanted one. They are a fan. So I need to know, did you do an ad read for FOCO on the spot? And B, did you tell them to use promo code DNVR to get 15% off all non-presale items? I uh, always tell people to use code (laughs) DNVR for 10% off all non-presale items. (laughs) But did you say specifically to FOCO? Because I also go up to people and go, by the way, just use code DNVR and you might get a discount just for anything that they're doing in life (laughs) because there's a good chance you probably will. And if not, at least it gets our name out there. You're kind of doing free publicity for us. So always use code DNVR. You never know what you're going to get. But you know what? We do know what we're getting with FOCO. Yeah, you're getting some quality (laughs) bobbleheads, hats, uh, you name it. They got slides, they got sandals for teams all around the country, uh, just about every college you could think of. So it's pretty cool. FOCO.com is the spot mm-hmm. to go. Diamondbacks are not serious about winning and going to the postseason, Susie. Did you know this? Um, uh, Why do you think they're not serious about oh, they're, going they're to the postseason? Not. They're not. They're not. They're they're in. Because they, uh, they seem like they're doing pretty well. They're at the top of the NL West right now. They are at the top. They're in the penthouse. Second best record in the National League. Fifth best record in all of baseball. Damn. But on October 11th, they're going to give their ballpark over to Guns N' Roses. So they're just like, yeah, we're not going to be in the postseason on October 11th. So GNR, have at it. Not serious, Susie. Not serious. How could they? I mean, it's one thing if you're at like the Rockies they? and you're <laughs> scheduling a concert. <laughs> but like, y'all are supposed to be going for it. You know what I'm saying? What are we doing? You know, exactly. Guns N' Roses and all of their band members, such as, let's play, Susie, how many members of Guns N' Roses can you name? I can't. You don't name, know anybody in Guns N' Roses? I can't name a single one. Gun or Rose? <laughs> you can't even name a single Rose and or Gun? Alyssa? Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Van Halen. That's, he, he, was, he did take over for David Lee Roth. Uh, let us know in the chat. Do you know any members of Guns N' Roses? I'm sorry. I can, I can name some of Taylor, Swift back, Taylor Swift's backup dancers for you, but like... Okay. I don't know. <laughs> or in the chat, let us know if 
it's okay to not know members of Guns N' Roses. I think it's okay. I think it's more than okay. There are two names that you'll know and you'll go, yeah, I maybe should have known that. Slash. You know, you know Slash. Okay, yeah. And Axel. Does he wear a hat? He does. Oh, okay. He's famous for wearing a hat. He wears a hat. <laughs> I'm also, I mean, I'm not famous for wearing a hat, but I also wear a hat, so. No, but it's different. But I'm not in Guns N' Roses. Uh, and Axel Rose. You go, oh, I've, I know that name. I do know that name. Oh, so that's the Rose. Is that his real name? I guess so. Uh, his last name is Rose. I did look this up last night. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what's his real name? It's like Bobby Rose Jr. Uh, but yeah, Duff McKagan. No, you don't know. That's okay. Steven Adler, drummer. Although he was on Celebrity Rehab. How so many, that how ties many in. dudes are in this band? Izzy Stradlin. These are good rock and roll names. Uh, these are, these names are like 80s never rock I names. wasn't alive. <laughs> Toil- I know some of their songs. Is Such as? You, okay. I don't Sweet think. Child of Mine. Oh, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, okay. Not Paradise City. Not Cheryl Crow's. Not Cheryl Crow. She okay. did cover that. Good what? for her. Paradise City, yes. Okay, we got two. Alyssa's there. really good at this game. November Rain. There's going to be other ones where if you hear it, uh, take a deep dive into Spotify. It's enjoyable. Tori Lovello was signed to an extension through 2024, so now he might stick around as long as Bud Black. They both came in the same year in 2017 Mm -hmm. and i think it was last monday when uh i had Derek on yeah i realized that since the start of 2017 like before before monday last monday's game Mm -hmm. they both had the exact same amount of wins for their respective team really it's kind of wild yeah oh that's fun that was neat dodgers uh why are they gonna win the west uh because they've got another stud bobby miller three starts He's been fantastic. They just like keep finding talent out of nowhere. That's it. 1.06 ERA and Dodger Stadium broken by Aaron Judge. Just running down the wall. That busting was fences. crazy. And he's like hurt still. Look, here's what. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he hurt his he's toe. Still, he's still hurt. They're adding some more padding uh, because of it. I'm kind of curious now. He like went through that gate. How, fortu- how fortuitous is it now that. Uh, on today's show, we now need to speculate when the Yankees come to town next July, will Aaron Judge knock down Jeff's fence? Will when you he say do next it? Next July, do you mean this coming July? <laughs> yes. Next month? Next month. You meant next month. This not July, next July. Next month. Next July? No. Yes. No. Will he will he run through Jeff's fence? You know what? He's tall enough to. To run through Jeff's fence? To run through Jeff's fence. Damn. Yeah. All right. That'll All be right. a fun series. That will be fun. Same weekend as Taylor Swift. That will be fun. Same weekend <laughs> as my aunt's 75th <laughs> surprise birthday party. I really hope Equally she is fun. not watching. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can get Taylor Swift to like just do a pop-in set before. She's so she can busy. warm up. Just, she's got to do vocal exercises. Why not do it down in Colorado <laughs> Springs with me and my entire family? And why not get a pair of Shady Rays, especially? Oh, did you? Oh, my gosh. I got my Shady Rays here. This guy. I don't know if I'm styling. I'm profiling. My, where did I put my Shady Rays? What is, I wore them in. I wore them into the building. Here's the thing. With Shady Rays... Damn it. <laughs> you are, you're definitely going to be styling. What's the difference between styling and profiling? Can you explain the difference? I've never, uh, I've you never know known. What? Um, they go hand in hand, that's for sure. They just give you a sleek profile. Like They just make your face look good. They block out the sun. They're polarized. So they're fantastic in that way. Obviously, you're going to buy one, get one free when you use code DNVR over at Shady Rays. You can actually get 50% off if you go in person to the Park Meadows Mall 
and you buy uh, two or more pairs, that's really uh, a fantastic deal. Again, you're going to like how you look, and if you don't within 30 days, you can get a full refund. If you happen to lose or break your glasses, fear not, because Susie is living proof <laughs> that they will hook you up with a free pair. Redemption is real, um, and it's happened for me. It folks. is real. It's real. All right, let's keep some score. No, wait, what's the name of our it's game? It's called Batting Around. Batting Around. <laughs> I like... Keep some score. No, it doesn't you know, really that, have the pizzazz. No, it does not have that. But keep the pizzazz to me, okay, Patrick? The Giants, and we're doing because, you know, the Giants sent nine guys uh, to, to, the, to the plate in the fifth inning yesterday. So They did. That's why. So, again. That's why. So, when someone. Timely. When, this when, is timely. When guys bat around, we bat around, too. We play bat that around. Is, that is the, there's a reason behind my madness. Batting some around. might say I'm a mastermind. A.K.A. This game is also called uh, Nine Guys Hitting. It's called Nine Guys Hitting. <laughs> <laughs> Breitage Barrier, a.k.a. Jeff's Fence. Batting Around, a.k.a. Nine Guys Hitting. The cheap knockoff. <laughs> That's, when yeah. you branch off and make your own podcast someday <laughs> so you don't get sued, you'll call your segment Nine Guys Hitting. PDL Lions. Those are my initials. Or, or P, PDL Rockies. See, I can't, I'm not getting my own branding. You're terrible I can't branch branding. off. You need to branch off and do it, not me. All right, we're gonna, let's do some Batting Around. Um, Patrick, <laughs> Jacob DeGrom when talking about how he needs Tommy John surgery again, Ooh. was so tearful yesterday in that press conference. He yeah. did not hold back that emotion. But yeah, once again, at Jacob deGrom getting Tommy John surgery. Um, big blow. Big blow to him. Big blow for baseball. Yeah. Of course, for the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that a stand-up double because when I saw that, obviously my heart went out you know, to him in, in that moment. But it was very real. And again, I think we are coming on to this new age uh, where players like Austin Meadows and Daniel Bard of the Rockies are stepping forward and saying, hey, I've got anxiety. Hey, I'm emotional. Hey, you know, I have feelings too. I, I, I can't just be a man for man's sake, uh, grin and mm -hmm. bear it, you know, rub some dirt in, the, in those wounds. But being real and being open and honest. And so I think that was a positive moment for him you know this could mean that's the end of his career you know we saw mike schmidt do it you know talking about you know, the mm -hmm. end of his career when, when the knees just couldn't go uh, but i think this was kind of a another point another step forward and saying hey you know men can be real and open and honest about how they feel and about disappointment and, and and sadness and in moments like this patrick that was beautifully said <laughs> thank you thank you oh <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a really emotional. I was emotional watching him be emotional. Yeah, I hope he can. Hope but he can come back. I think he can come it's, back. It's rough. I think he can. It's a rough road. Verlander, yeah. you know, those guys are. They're a community. They help each other out. Doesn't matter what team you're on. Mm -hmm. They're gonna say, hey, here's what I went through. Here's what you need to do. Uh, there's plenty of guys. There's there's at least probably. 10 to 15 guys in DeGrom's phone that has had Tommy John surgery that got through it that I'm sure he can mm -hmm. uh, call out to and, and and lean upon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next guy up. We got a guy on second right now. Next guy up, though. The Blue Jays have optioned Alec Manoa, Ooh. their opening day starter, yeah. to the Florida Complex League. And that was a day after he gave up six runs and recorded one out. I forgot he was the opening day starter. That yeah. makes it all the that more weird. That makes it crazy. Yeah. Well, when John Gray got optioned in 2018, was he the opening day starter that year? He might have been. And then Kyle Freeland in 2019, he got optioned. He might have been the opening day starter that year as well. I'm not sure exactly, oh, but we gotta look at some numbers now. Yeah, I didn't the, even think of that. I think you know he he could have gone to like you know Triple A Buffalo, but I think it was more about just kind of getting away, taking a break. You're just, we're, we we just want you off the roster to kind of 
reacclimate. You know, I, I did see a lot of, of speculation that this is kind of the Roy Halliday treatment for when he had some of his mm. issues and just go down to Dunedin, you know, relax, play in the, the Florida Complex League get there. Sun. Get some sun. You know, you've, get you've out got, of the wildfire smoke. You've got all the, the next best uh, group of trainers and, and coaches there. So I, I think that'll be a good spot. And I, I don't have any doubt that. Like John Gray, like Roy Halladay, like Kyle Freeland, he'll be able to bounce back and, and mm-hmm. he'll be fine. How are we scoring this one, Patrick? Uh, base hit. Okay. They, they made the hard decision, but you had to do that. The runner does not advance, though. Or the runner does not score. Does not, okay, but runner's uh, on the runner advanced to third? Yes. This is very specific. We're keeping score here. We're, we're, so it's got we've got to know what's happening. No runs have scored. No runs have scored. Uh, <laughs> but no outs, two men on. Men okay. on the corners. Uh, all right, next guy up. Ellie De La Cruz, the Reds' electric infield prospect, getting called up. And what did he, he did some couple things yesterday, too, didn't he? I think I th- so. I mean, he's... Exciting, you know. He's exciting. He's an exciting. Let's uh, let me tell you what he did. Um, uh, Kirk Herbstreet is is uh, nonplussed about this. Did you know the, all the whole Kirk Herbstreet stuff? <laughs> no. So Ken Rosenthal wrote a story, uh, basically saying like, you know what, uh, Matt McLean, who we saw make his debut, he's been playing really well. He's mm-hmm. a shortstop, probably better fit for second base. But Jonathan India, their 2021 Rookie of the Year is there, one of the leaders of the team. Mm-hmm. And you got Ellie De La Cruz, who is a shortstop. Okay, if McLean goes over second, what about Jonathan India? So Jonathan India has been asked questions about, you know, do you think you might have to move positions? You know, what's the situation? And Kirk Herbstreet, who's a Reds fan, is like, oh, man, you guys are just trying to get clicks, you know, talking about moving one of the best players on the team, the leader. He shouldn't have to deal with this. But the bottom line is McLean at second and Ellie De La Cruz at shortstop are better options. Mm-hmm. And so... Those are fair questions, and he kind of was critical of C. Trent Rosecrans, who's been covering the Reds for a very long time. Had never heard of C. Trent Rosecrans. Like, Mm -hmm. this guy's been the top Reds reporter for a decade, Mm -hmm. and you don't know him. So uh, being a fan got the best of Mr. Kirk Herbstreet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, Ellie De La Cruz, um, uh, third inning, he crushed a double. um, And I think he got a ball in play Later on in the game too, but yeah, nice, nice little debut for him yesterday. They probably should have done it a little bit sooner, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a double to uh, to Ellie De La Cruz uh, on that. A one. double for his double, and the runner on first does score. Yes, okay. so that's a two run double, for sure. Yeah, no, Ellie De La Cruz is is definitely one of those exciting guys that you know maybe he could have started in the bigs. He just just tore up AAA, tore up the entire International League with the Louisville Bats, and uh, it's his time now with Cincinnati. Um, I love that. I love that. All right, we got we still got two men on. Okay. Next up, uh, the Marlins, uh, Luis Arise, kind of on the verge of history. So he raised Kinda. his batting average to four hundred one. So if he can keep that up all season, he now has the challenge of maintaining this to do this for the first time since Ted Williams in nineteen forty one. Yeah, when you were talking, I'm like, oh yeah, who was the last guy to hit four hundred? Like we've. More recently had triple crowns, obviously Miguel Cabrera, mm-hmm. but even before that, more recently. And I was like, oh, yeah, we, you know, in this this generation, we only know about the guys who came close. We're like, oh, Rod Carew, he was always up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Helton uh, even had a stint where he was chasing it in August um, when maybe the pressure kind of got the best of him. George Brett was chasing it. Tony Gwynn uh, in 94 before the players strike. So uh, it's kind of similar to uh, the triple crown in horse racing where it was like, 
my entire life, no horse had ever won the Triple Crown. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, we had two in a row really quickly. But uh, I, I hope he does it. I hope he, I hope he gets there to 400. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we've gone away from high batting averages because it's really about just getting on base. So now guys are taking walks and are maybe not taking advantages of an opportunity to get a hit because you get into a double play or make an out. I'd rather just walk. But uh, Luis Arias, man, he puts bat to ball. So I hope we do see that, and that's great that he's doing it out. And doing it for the Marlins, too. It's nice when teams that aren't the Yankees, Dodgers, Cubs, like have those marquee names yes. to say, hey, there are more than just five teams in MLB. Keep your eye <laughs> Sometimes on Sometimes we forget. <laughs> yeah, keep your eye on that. The Marlins and Ted Williams are now in the same sentence, and it's not, oh, Miami is where... Uh, <laughs> Ted Williams' frozen skull is being, you know, uh, kept in a freezer. Is that was that a thing? Do we know that would have been in Tampa? Did you know this? No. His son. All right, that's a story for another day. Oh with boy, Ted Williams. I'm stressed. Okay, but, how are we uh, scoring this one? That, that's a base hit. I do like that one. All right. Did like anyone score? Because we yes, have run the runner third. scores from second. Okay, so it's two zero. No outs. We got three runs. And then we've got men on first and third again. Yes. All right. Just trying to keep track of the game. <laughs> okay. Next up at bat, Marcel Ozuna of the Braves. Mm, Uh-oh. He was benched after not running after a deep fly ball. Ended up being a single. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it, took him out of the game for that. Yeah, that was in Arizona over the weekend. And I think it was like a homer in at least 20 ballparks. Uh, and it and it was probably a double for 99% of players, mm -hmm. but not for Mar Marcelo Zuna because he just lollygagged it down the line. It, it, it was it was uh, not a good look. Not so, a good look. Uh, that is that is a three strike strikeout right there because oh. that's shame on him. Shame on him. He's a veteran guy, man. He 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 should be better than that right now with Atlanta. And Poor also, Sam Hilliard's just sitting on their bench waiting for an opportunity to play. Sam Hilliard would love to run that down. He would love to hustle would like that. Would love to. He would. Justice for Sam Hilliard. He hasn't played in like a couple days. We were talking about him in the, in the press oh. box yesterday. And I was like, Wait, is, he, is he in AAA? I was like, no, he's just, just not even playing, mm -hmm. which is kind of dis disappointing to see. But he's but ready. But you know what? Um, he's ready. Uh, I mean, it was nice that the, uh, the Braves included him in the ALS. Um, oh, yeah. Not celebration, recognition. Supporting it. Sup yeah, they, they were Absolutely. very supportive. He was on the field, um, you know, for that. His family was there. It was really sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm glad that they are also, his new team also cares about where he's been. He's a good person, family, yeah. good he's people. He's such a good person. Sam Hilliard. We miss Sammy. Hopefully we get to see him play against the Rockies next week when they're on the road in Atlanta. Yeah. That'd be fun. I, I mean, so. you got to throw him in the lineup at least once, right? Yeah, for Come sure. On. He's, he's due for at least one homer next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this happened yesterday. Next up at bat, Angels manager Phil Nevin was ejected after yelling at the home plate umpire. I didn't see this. Yeah. There's a whole John Boy breakdown of it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's not as much yelling at umpires. Like, that's the yelling. one thing that's been, yeah. you know, taken away with the uh, with, with the rules that are in place. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't really talk about balls and strikes. Uh, but still, uh, I'm always down for this. Uh, anytime you do that, you need to, uh, you know, inject some life in your team. That's always good. That's a single. You got to do it. I was thinking Buddy might. You said it's a single? I, I'm going to give him a base hit on that You're one. You're going to give him a base hit. All right. So did the runner um, The runner scored from third? Absolutely. All right. So we got, it's 3-0. We got three runs. Buddy was thinking about it yesterday. He did have a moment during the walks where he took his hat off, put it on, and did the sideways. You ever see him do that a little bit where it goes just no. slightly askew? 
It's when he's not happy. Yes. I've There's a couple memes out there. Before. He'll fix his hair, he'll put his hat down, and then just kick it to the side ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. He's not happy. He's nonplussed. It's the second time I'm using it today. He's nonplussed. Interesting. All right. Next up at bat, the New York Yankees. It's a team. They are a team. They have been playing in the Canadian wildfire smoke, but the smoke in, I know we were dealing with a lot of the smoke last homestand. That's right. It is looking really scary in uh, in New York, but now MLB is monitoring the smoke situation because even the mayor of New York is just like, people should not be outside in this. Yeah, it's it's wild. I don't ever remember that ever happening uh, on the East Coast, and I know that happens it's, here a decent amount of time. Happened. I know it like Seattle had an issue with this. Right. San Francisco's had an issue right. with this, and like they still played in that. But now that it's happening in New York, all of a sudden MLB is <laughs> like really paying attention to it. The visuals are seem a little bit more extreme in New York, though. Like when we had it last year, and it was like the air quality was was not good. It was it was just the air quality. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, you couldn't see long distances. You couldn't see the mountains. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like, you know, if you're sitting in the ballpark, you didn't notice it. You can notice this in New York. So, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of a double standard. Uh, I think that's also a strikeout. Pitcher's heating up here. Ooh, that's a two strikeout. Outs. Two outs. We still got men on first Finding and the third. Group. It's like Daniel Bard last night. He might have walked four guys and walked <laughs> in a run. But he did strike out the side. Yeah. He did strike out all three. <laughs> Is Daniel Barr pitching this game of batting around? He might be. He might. <laughs> love, a, love a good deep cut. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to bring it a little closer to home. Next up, Ooh. Kyle Freeland. Yeah. Kyle Freeland made it to uh, the Nuggets game on Sunday at halftime. I almost said something to him yesterday. I asked him about it yesterday. And I yeah. did it. He, he made it. He made it, Yes. Wow. He seemed a little disappointed that it wasn't a, a better game for him, especially because that's probably the only game. I think that's the only game he would have the opportunity to catch even part yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, because oh. we were talking about that. Um, so here's the thing. He went to the Stanley Cup last year mm -hmm. in Tampa. I think they won. I don't know. You know what? I don't know if they won that game. I don't think they, they won, that won the game he went to. But oh, they did right. not win the game that he went to. Okay, so actually, that's a good omen. But they won. They won the. We should. We'll but tell they won him the Stanley this, Cup. We'll, so we'll tell him this today. We now need to know. We we need to know that because yeah. that's either the reason why the Nuggets are going to win the NBA Finals or lose it. Kyle Freeland's attendance. We got to figure that out. Knock that wood. That is what new segment coming up next week. Yes. Knock that wood. Knock that wood. Where we say crazy things and we go. I hope that doesn't come true. <laughs> Knock that wood. Actually, maybe one day That's when I'm segment. like, you know, hurting for content, maybe I will do that. <laughs> knock wood, not knock wood. You're like, no. you know what? I'm not going to knock wood on that. I'm going to let the baseball gods take that in their hands <laughs> and whatever God they decide. <laughs> I think so. Uh, how are we scoring that one? Knock that wood. He was able to get there. Uh, he got there at halftime. I'm glad. It's a base hit. Okay. That's a single. Did, um, not, a lot, not a lot of power. There's a power outage here in this All right. So the bases week. are loaded right now. I think so. This is huge. With two outs. This is a, this is a pivotal moment loaded. here. Two outs. All right. Here's another one from close to home. Talked to Ryan Feltner yesterday. Saw him real fast in the clubhouse. Good to see Felty. He said he is feeling pretty normal. And he looked a lot <sighs> more stable than he did last time we saw him. That's great. Yeah. No, that's great to, to see him around. The guys are excited to see him, yeah. have him back. Uh, I don't know if he's officially going to be part of the one arm bandits because he does have both arms. He has both arms. He can he, be an honorable know, member. He is in a class all of his own. He absolutely is. Because, no. you know, he's lucky to be alive. 
I mean, yeah, we really don't know the severity of it. And the Rockies aren't going to give us, you know, the lowdown well, no, of all But I mean, of like, it. anytime you have a skull fracture, sure. I mean, uh, you're inches away from something much worse happening. No, true. There's, there's like life and death. Okay, well, he could have died. And then is he going to live his life as a ball player? We don't know. It's a different spin on life and death, if you think about it. Okay, okay. Right? All right. Well, could have died. And now is he going to be able to continue to live to as a, a ball player? No, that that's true. Like that's what I mean when I say the Rockies aren't going to necessarily let us know. Um, but you know what? You're right because it could have been so much worse. Glad to see him around. Glad to see him uh, up and about. That would be a grand slam right there. A grand I love that. freaking slam. Grand I mean, it, slam. It was just such a sad moment just to see him down and not know the severity of it. And you go, all right, well, he's not bleeding, but still being in the hospital and then being in there a little bit longer than was originally anticipated. The Rockies went out on the road, so the updates were like just less frequent. Mm -hmm. and, and you wonder, like, not that is anything being hidden, but you just, hey, maybe we can just postpone this information from getting out because it could be really bad. Thankfully, the information it hasn't been that awful. He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Would you right. like to see that? Hey, that was nine batters. Woo. It happened. It happened. And hey, we got tacos. We got, yes. <laughs> that's we the got highest scoring. Tacos. That's the highest scoring batting we around, a.k.a. Nine guys getting a chance to hit segment we've ever had. <laughs> what a segment. That was good. You did a great job. Great scoring, Patrick. We'll have more of that today. <laughs> uh, Logan Webb on the hill for the Logan Gigantes. Webb. Connor Siebold for the Rockies. Connor Siebold was really frustrated after his last start yeah. and uh, like wants to get another pitch in his mix. He's going to bounce back. He's going to. Yeah, I think so. But he was so. I hated seeing how frustrated he was. Hi, can we tone down the party I, for like two seconds? <laughs> and I like that Siebold is going against another team's ace and a guy who, I mean, is making a case to be just a, a true ace in general. So mm -hmm. I, that's going to be a good matchup tonight. We're going to have it covered every single pitch on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. Mm -hmm. Also at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at the Susie Hunter on most platforms, including Zillow. But you can't actually, yeah. <laughs> actually like buy a house for anybody. Yeah. But you can see some of the places that you've liked, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Where you'd you live, can see my wish your list. dream houses yeah. on Zillow yeah. at the Susie Hunter. Check that <laughs> out, uh, and also make sure you check us out tomorrow because despite all the momentum we built today, there is a saying. That what the world the has. What, what is the saying? About baseball podcasts. And it's that you're only as good as your next show. So, of course, we'll be back here tomorrow, post game on Thursday on the DMVR Sports Channel, live on YouTube.